Hello and welcome to the Agency Podcast, episode five. We are uh, knocking them out today. I'm in, I am wearing the same shirt as the last one. That's because we are doing them back to back. We are behind the red mic and we are live. I'm excited. You have really fun guests today. I do actually have fun guests today. This- uh, not that the others haven't been fun. These are just like especially well, fun. Well, we have, we, we have Jen Cameron from Seattle, which is a managing partner of the agency. And she said that she has a very sensual voice, so I'll let y'all judge that. Oh. And then we have... Let's hear it. Hello, we have, caller. And then we have Czar <laughs> Zangnaddy. Yeah. Zangdaddy. Zangdaddy. And he, and he is the managing partner from Las Vegas. And both amazing people, and we're very excited to have them on. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're, Absolutely. in Dallas. You're both like a fucking big deal. Like... <laughs> Like, let's just be honest. I mean, just worse by better. But I thank am you. a really big fan. I know. Deal. Yeah. Thank you. And as you should say that. Like, you are. Well, thank you. Uh, Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you like one of the first franchise uh, openings for the agency? Uh, I mean, I, top 10? I think 15? we were. No, 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 no. We were number 50, if I'm correct. Okay. And. That was, was a year fed, ago, and we've doubled. I, I was fed bad information by my producer. I apologize, everyone, for that. I wish I was one of those OGs, but... Wait, I how many offices are there? Uh, well, uh, I think, what are we at? Over se- or 70-something no. at this point? No, you we're guys, over 80. We're, we're, no. 80? What? We're Where have people been? Yeah. We are 94 and growing. No, you're wow. kidding. We're 80, but we're technically about 100 now. Uh, okay, so yeah. launching, deals. launching mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 80 in 11 countries. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm actually going to verify that because I think it, Look at you with it's your 94. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> data. Like, data does not today. lie. Only the facts today, people. We have, um, as far as I know, 70 that are open. <laughs> but I'm not keeping up with it, just so, so you know. Mauricio because he, he, Mauricio's he next. So, yeah, we'll talk to him about it. I'd be interested to see what Mauricio knows. <laughs> Mauricio's going to be like, oh, I think there's 60. Yeah, right. <laughs> But last night uh, with the dinner that we had was amazing uh, with the managing partners. And I'm literally like shocked by the amount of amazing people that come in town and come to our opening for the the Dallas office. It's just not something that happens in any other brokerages. I just really want to reinforce that in a situation where you go to another brokerage and they open up another office somewhere. I promise you. Nobody's coming to it. For us, you had a lot of people in this office. I was shocked. I mean, it was armed to arm. How people crammed it in like here? Like Mr. Mister on a Sunday Monday. I was like, God, <laughs> we were yeah. Mr. Mister. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I saw Jen after the dinner, and she said something that just kind of stuck with me. She was like, "When you get all the managing partners together, it's just like this magic that you can't explain." That's a hundred percent correct. And uh, when we looked around the room at one point, when it was like everybody had made it. I'm like just smiling. I'm like, this is amazing. Like the support that we get is is second to none. And it's just like, I'm so thankful. The love and support. Yes. There's so much genuine love because I've been with other brands. Jen's been with other brands where they'll actually pay you to go and nobody wants to go. Absolutely yeah. not. And the fact that all the managing partners and agents come in on their own dime and they want to be here and they enjoy it is Unlike any other brand I've ever experienced. Literally spending thousands of dollars for airfare, hotels, coming into this situation for two or three days at a time, leaving their business while they're there. It's just amazing. And they come to support you. They're not coming because they want something from you. When we launched, we had people from Hawaii, Toronto. I mean, 
everywhere. Right. And I was remember like you last night looking and just feeling like, oh my gosh, they're just here to support me. They don't want anything from me. Exactly. Like, and they paid their way. But that is the magic of the agency. That's true. And I've seen Czar at like every opening that I've been to. So this guy is like Mr. Opening <laughs> staple great. for everybody that comes. Yeah. Jen, I've seen it three of them now, and we've only been to four. So, I mean, this tells you the, <laughs> the turnout that everybody comes to is like very consistent and it's just amazing. So I wanted to talk to you guys just a little bit today because I know that y'all have amazing brokerages and I thought I'd turn, turn off. off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wait. Can I, can I just ask you real quick? How have you felt like the last 24 hours with all these people coming in? I had a friend that came last night with me and she works for another brokerage and she was like, why are people flying in for this? And then she came and was like, I get it now. So how have you felt over the last 24 hours just with the incredible response, the number of people that come to support this, that really they've, they've taken so much of their time, spent thousands of dollars to come here buy outfits, schedule glam, I think my wife, Megan, said something really great yesterday where like we had like a moment where we we're talking and she's almost in tears, like just seeing everything that was happening and all the support. And you're just like in awe of it because it's like nobody has to do this. You don't have to come to an opening just for fun. You don't have to come and support people just for fun. We all have our daily lives going on and we all have all these different outs outside of the normal real estate world influences that we have to deal with. And yet so many people have come. I mean, we had people from across the country, Canada, uh, in another Portugal. country. Yeah. I mean, just like there's so much. And, and then of course, like you're, you're seeing like all these other agents that aren't even managing partners that just decided to come and see how we opened and see everything that we did. And just, you know, thankful. Well, and this was no small feat for you. Like this is a huge deal to yeah. open this. So yeah. this is, it was, and, uh, we'll be paying for it for years. <laughs> And it's 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 a lot it's of an work. Wedding. It is. It it's is. Every you, time it's like an agency wedding. wedding. Yeah. That's how yeah. Megan's kind of referred to it. It's like yeah. this is this is a wedding. You're hosting yeah. a wedding. Yeah. yeah. It always feels like a family reunion when we get oh, together. Oh, does it though? Like, like it's seriously. You can't like get that. enough of these people in this short amount of time, and then we're waiting for like the next opportunity. So to me, this tradition of having these launch parties is so important to our culture, and it gives us a reason to come back together, right? And yeah. love it, and love mm -hmm. it. Because well, like everybody- our network has so many referrals amongst each other because we genuinely know each other. Like in other brands, you're like, oh, we have an office in Wichita. And you're like, who the fuck wants to go to Wichita? Yeah. And you're like, I've never <laughs> met this person. I don't know who they are. I just know we have an office there, so let me just send a referral. But when a client says like, I'm going to Dallas, I'm like, oh my God, I know the partners in Dallas. Like this person's amazing. This agent works in this market. This agent's amazing with, condominiums or this person is amazing in their office at selling in this suburb and you genuinely know the person so when you hand your client off to an agent in that city you feel comfortable and your client feels at ease with it because they feel the connection that you guys have and that's from these events that we're always having and the fact that we, we are a global brand but we're small enough where we actually know each other one-on-one -on -one. the you know the other thing that's actually like I think we don't, we haven't even talked about this really. Trey's been on several podcasts with us so far, and <clears throat> this could be his last one, depending oh. on how he does today. Bye. No. <laughs> of course, well, we of course, just that's had not three true. People from but... Wichita dislike this yeah. podcast. <laughs> just lost three <laughs> listeners. Oh. There. Damn it, Wichita! You know we had a lot of listeners in Wichita. Thank you so much, Zar. No, uh, but the what I was going to say was is like the agency does not hire in general. Uh, 
agents that just got a license or agents that were just saying like, I like your brand. I want to come over and I'm not really doing much production or I hope that you guys can help scale me. We're really typically hiring people that are doing a decent amount of business and are looking to scale, but they want a good brand behind them. So when you think about the accomplishments that we've had in a short period of time with some of these openings, including us here in Dallas, you get a lot of like shock and awe by some of the other brokerages because they're like, why, why are they going over there? But I think once they see the whole package and what we're, we're really bringing to the table, I feel like we're, we're doing an old school version of how brokerages should be run. But somehow, some way, and I could name names, but I'm not going to today, we have strayed away that in a major way. Like a major way brokerages turned into this is all about how many agents I can get signed on and how quickly I can get them signed on. And we don't do that. And I think that's a big part of the family atmosphere and also the, uh, the, the way that we run the business on a daily basis. We want agents to come in here and collaborate together. The collaboration between agents that are producing and other agents that are producing it's open books like my team and i we did a hundred million dollars in volume last year and then the year before that we did 120 and i have agents that come over and on board with us and they're doing 10 15 million in volume i'm giving them every tool that i have name somewhere else that does that Zar, i'm sure you do the exact same thing at your office and jen i'm sure yeah. you do the exact same thing at your office so that to us is like really like why keep anything a secret or why not work together and make everything better and grow together i, mean, because I always say there's no secret there, <clears throat> it's not a secret sauce the fact that so many agents and so many companies hold their cards close to the chest is uh, mind-boggling it is me. it's 100 because we have no secrets the only way to be successful is in the words of the great britney spears you better work bitch <laughs> Like, you just got to get you know, to work. When I'm thinking about good quotes, I'm always going to Britney Spears. Absolutely. That's literally like, what, did, what would best she do? philosophers Yeah, what there. would Britney do? <laughs> the other work. thing is that, you know, that rule number one, yeah. no assholes, right? It, it's, that is part of the culture, right? Is we don't just hire anybody. You're here to do business. But also, there's a lot of ego in this business, right? Oh, yeah. oh my and God. And there is a lot of assholes. They just don't exist at the agency. Or if they do, I think it's a pretty quick correction because you stand out like a sore thumb. No, true. Right? Okay, so that's a, a question I really want to ask all of you because there is a, a community feel in this office, in every office. Are you not worried, but like whenever you're interviewing an agent, is there kind of that sense of like, God, I really hope like later on I don't regret this. And they're, they kind of throw off our, our company culture. Yeah. Has that ever, is that like a, a main concern? Cause that would, I think for me, you know, it takes one bad apple. I own a business and I'm constantly like, but will you mesh with the rest of my staff kind of thing? Mm -hmm. So when we're interviewing brokers, one of the things I say is, you know, I'm not here just to serve you. I'm partnering with you. If you give 100%, I'll give 100%. You give 50%, I'm going to give nothing because I don't have that much time. But I have expectations of you in return coming in. And that is you have to treat my team, Tani, Alhan, like gold because you're replaceable. They are not, mm -hmm. right? And so you set those expectations up front, but you know, every once in a while you have to make a correction. Maybe you misread something, right? Mm -hmm. But it's important to weed those people out of your culture because the energy goes up the yeah. minute they're gone. 
So don't do you want to do you want to know like what I was thinking last night when we were at the managing partner dinner? I do. I was ta- I was ta- I was sitting next to Mauricio, which I got lucky with that seat. Um, maybe it was <laughs> positioned because it was our dinner. Maybe not. <laughs> I think somebody had to give up their seat actually. <laughs> Yeah, which I didn't request. Well, I that. thought we Bay got lucky because we were that. sitting next to Megan, so yeah. well, I thought I was the lucky one. You know what? Your rights are. Can we talk that about was... your beautiful wife and oh, just I talk about her all the how time. Amazing, amazing she is, how hardworking in this incredible office? I I've never seen anything head, like, like this. I'm like, I'm like, look, you got to come up with more. You have to keep coming up with more. I know. I got lucky. I got to sit next to her, and so I really got to know her last night. Honestly, like I, I. This would not happen without her. So, so back to what's in your head. My, yeah. Okay. So last night head. I'm sitting next to Mauricio and I'm ta- I'm talking to him about all kinds of things and we're talking about ego, right? Mm. And I I literally am sitting next to the guy that's running this gigantic company, doing all these other things. He still makes it to all these launches. Absolutely loves people. Absolutely loves being around people. Still sells what three or four hundred million dollars a year in volume. You would never know it with this guy. Yeah. Like literally the most down to earth dude ever, selling houses like nobody's business, making his entire like I don't. Where does he have a free minute? And yet you could, I could walk up to Mauricio t- today and be like, let's go have a drink, and he'd be like, yes, you know, like that kind of guy. Yeah. And, and all of us. Can call him and he answers the phone every time. I, t- every time I text him, he responds right away. Every time. I mean, I text him and he's across the globe. He's at home. He's in Aspen. Wherever he is, he responds. I mean, who has a owner slash leader like that? It's just it's just not out there. People, yeah. Starts at the top. People though, like. knew, you know, Mauricio obviously from reality TV. Da 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 da. They like they don't understand. Like he is the CEO of the agency. Right. That's that's you know one of our leaders. He truly gives a shit. And he said that to me, looking me in the eyes one day. I said something to him and he goes, Jen, I truly give a shit. And I said, I know. I know that you do. Thank it you shows. for giving a shit. It's true. But um, no, he's he definitely, um, what do they say? Shit trickles down from the top. I hope right? not shit. But is that yeah. what is, is it? Is yeah, it? Leadership. Yes. Like, right? Leadership, right? not shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It trickles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, leader, I, I, I said this, I think, on stage last you. year at Forum. I was like, this is so awesome that the top producers who sell, you know, three quarters of a billion a year, Mauricio, all these guys Santi. are right there yeah. and they're approachable because I've been to other conferences from some of the huge brands and their CEOs and their presidents and the executives are treated like celebrities with no merit. No. And they're they're staying at a different hotel. They have security. They, you're not able to approach them. And I'm like, and I said it last year, I think after a couple of shots with Santi backstage, I was like, their CEO's not even hot. They're ugly. They're frumpy, like 60-year-old white men. Like, nobody wants to fuck them. And we've got Santi. We've got Mauricio. We've got all these guys who are amazing. And any agent, like, you can be an agent for six weeks at the agency. You can be an admin. You can be an agent who sells $3 million a year, and you can approach them and say, hey, can you help me with this? And they'll sit down for 10 minutes with you. And help you solve a problem. It's true. There's no other company that does that. Even the crappiest companies I've been associated with would never let you approach a CEO. Like, I I think somebody today said, uh, it was Steve Bailey. He was on the panel today saying that he worked at Remax for so many years and he never even met his CEO, which is absolutely not very accurate. I was literally Mm -hmm. at the last brokerage. I'm not going to say the name, but the last brokerage that we came from, we had a shell broker, never knew who they were, never had a conversation with them. 
don't couldn't even pick them out in a lineup but i have a broker that i work for that's you know this situation for us is like just completely different we all know exactly who and what we're working with at all times and the the corporate world of america that we're living in now is completely different than what this mm -hmm. company is we make decisions here on a franchise level in-house we do have support from corporate but we don't need anything on a daily basis from corporate to function so we can run our business how we want to run our business. And I love that. Like, yeah. it's just a great thing. And for us to continue, like, moving on down the road and running it how we want, the success is really going to live and die with us also. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's a good thing and a bad thing. But we yeah. have support if we need it. And like you said, if I ever need anything from Mauricio, I'll literally text him with me and Megan on a group. He's like... Yeah, and it's not just him. I mean, like she said, with the leadership <laughs> trickling down. That leadership trickling. It's Rainy. <laughs> it's Billy. It's it was our top-producing agents. It's everybody has that kind of response. I mean, yeah. it, it's a culture of service that we provide at the agency. But also, I mean, I have brokerages in my market that have more agents in one office than we do as an entire corporation with roughly 100 offices, 11 countries. We're still 1,700 agents because... The 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 thought of all of us growing in the same way is shared across the board. All of us are picking quality over quantity. N there's not one managing partner that says, "Oh, I just want to charge you know a couple hundred bucks to hang your license here and bring in a thousand agents no, in my market." No, nobody does that. So I walk into a listing presentation in in my market, and I feel comfortable telling a client, "Hey, my agents sell on average eleven times more houses than." all the agents in this marketplace yeah. because we pick the best agents and, and that's who we hire. I mean, out of every 15 people or so that ask if they can come work with us, we politely say no thank you to 14 of them and, and we interview one. I mean, that's exactly what we've been doing since we opened. We get a lot of agents that love the brand but have just got their licenses or don't have really any production. And it's hard to say like, no, I'm not interested to like have you come over and join. But we do have a finite amount of seats that we want to fill, and we do have like a a real type of brokerage situation that we want, like without saying too much. Like I don't want to say we want agents to fit in a box, but we need agents to be in a certain level of production, and we need them to have a certain tenure in the industry. We're not set up to be a Keller Williams where you have to train somebody how to put a listing into the yeah. MLS. I mean, we're not well, going to commitment. You need dedication. Right. You need someone that's hungry for it. Well, also, you know, they, they need to, they need to learn, they need to run their business without the assistance of like a brokerage 24 mm seven. -hmm. Like you, you can give them obviously tools and, and, and help, but I can't field calls all day from a hundred agents that are like, how do I do this? How do I do that? You yeah. have it's to more be like, a professional. It's more, exactly. You have a it's business more, mindset right. about this business. There's a point that I want to make. I don't think there's another real estate brand out there whose CEO sells real estate. Billy Rose, Mauricio's partner in the yeah. agency. Blair, so all of them. They they sell real estate. This is a company of real estate agents focused on selling real estate. We're not out there trying to claim that we're the new tech company or whatever. Exactly. Everybody has a mindset of a selling broker. So in other brands that I worked for, there's always that hierarchy. There's the CEO over there. I would never just pick up the phone and call him. And he would have no clue what Who it was are, like for course, me out really there in the field, yeah. what I'm doing. These guys understand what it takes today 
for a real estate broker to be successful because they're doing the work with us. Right. Well, we talk about that when we are hiring agents. When agents, you know, I make it a two-way interview. The agent who's considering coming to the agency and we're considering hiring them, they're interviewing me as much as I'm interviewing them. And when the question comes up of what's why the agency and what's different, I said, well, we are the only brokerage built by agents for agents. Like our mentality is That's totally different. There's none of the other corporations that are all Wall Street brands that are all, you know, or they're 100% companies are built by agents for agents. They're all built to make a profit for the ownership. We are built by agents who were thinking, how could we put more service and provide a better quality and a better work environment for ourselves? And when the founders created the brand, they were thinking of how to make everything that they're missing in other brokerages make it better and make a better experience for themselves. I love what you said earlier during the panel about how this is really a marketing company that focuses on real estate. And I think that is so true. I was talking to someone a few weeks ago that's been in the industry a lot longer than me. And he was like, marketing is just not how you connect people. It's how you get sales. And I was like, I think you couldn't be I'm more gonna, wrong. Like, I think I'm that's going what, to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what this yeah. is all about. I think this it's it's marketing, it's people, it's connection. That's where you grow. And our our PR machine at the agency is unlike any other. I know. It, it is a monster. It. it is. We've okay. We've been open in Seattle for 16 months. I've had more PR from the agency than I've had in my entire career at any brand. You know, it's funny you say that because one of the agents that came over with the team literally said, "My team and I do 25 million dollars a year. I was just a number." As soon as I come over here, I'm a rock star. Like literally, like, and, and we're like, because you deserve it. Do you know how many agents in Dallas, Fort Worth that do 25 to 30 million a year in volume? It's like 0.1%. I mean, people don't really realize, like there's some mega agents out there that are ego driven, 300 million a year in volume, but the mass majority of agents are in a 5 million or less volume a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, the mass yeah. majority. 98%. And in other firms, you know, we touched on this today. Let's say, you know, uh, we won't name names. Other places I've been, the PR opportunities use, usually go out to like the top few the only top. favorites, right? Five. Here, a PR opportunity comes up and it goes out to the whole company directly in the inbox of the agents. So if they're the first to respond or they have an opportunity, right? So agents in my office will sometimes have something and they'll say, oh, hey, you know, I got featured in this. I responded to PR. I'm like, oh, great. That's amazing, right? Czar nailed it when he said, it takes nothing away from me for you to shine, right? Like I want your star to shine as bright as mine. I also want to learn from him, from you, from you, from everybody. I've been doing this for 25 years, but th things keep changing, right? All so we're time. all just getting better together. All the time. And that's exactly what I meant by earlier when we say, like, we're in this together. We're in this to grow together. We're in this to build this together. And when we interview agents here in the office, we're like, we just opened in January. We have 30 agents, but every agent that's being hired is growing this together. Like, this is this is us. It's not me. It's not Megan. It's us. Like everybody's doing this together. Everybody's proud of it. Everybody wants to be a part of something. Nobody wants to just be a number at a brokerage that has 700 other agents in that office. Like who wants to work in that situation? Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to get treatment for like the agents that have 
the hundred plus million dollar year volume, but there's about 10 of them, even in a 700 yeah. broke 700 agent brokerage, the rest of, are, are everybody below that is going to be somewhere in that 1 million to 20, 30, $40 million. I mean, that's just what it is in real estate. Of Nobody's course. you, you look at a lot of people's socials online and they're acting like they're just crushing it. Oh my God. I'm, Oh, I just sold this house and it's amazing. And you look up their numbers and they're like, 2.8 million for the year. Yeah. They're like, you sold that house eight times six months ago. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's all smoke and mirrors and a lot of this stuff. But once you really get to like good agents that are trying to build their business and focus on like, I want to scale, even though I'm doing a good business, but I'm not happy where I am agency. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Like, that's what we want and what we can help with. Don't call me to say that I just got my life. Well, I'm not going to be rude about this, <laughs> but we're not looking for people to call us that just got their license and we're trying to train them. It's like, there's a lot, there's a, there's a huge amount of agents out there that have gotten to the point where their careers are stagnant and it's stagnant because they're in a brokerage that is not assisting them. And I know that your, your brokerage is very successful and your brokerage is very successful. And fortunately we're, we're being successful, but all that comes with a mindset and a way of doing business. That's just different out there right now. Like we, we're, we're in a position right now where the market's slower, so we can spend more time on building our business for 2024. One of my favorite things, I, two people are coming to mind. I'm not going to say their names, but <laughs> in my office, two um, people in her one, office, y'all better be listening. One was at a different brokerage and he came over and it was like, oh my gosh, he just, he was in this environment where he didn't fit. He didn't look like the brand. He's got so much personality. He's just awesome. Okay, Joey, I love you if you hear this. But watching him come to no the names. agency. Yeah, no, Joey. And he just lit up, right? It was like this fit for him. And he's so proud of the brand and has swagger and whatnot. Another one who I think is going to triple his business this year. I didn't know this person based on their social media. It was just, just sold just listed, yeah, just sold, just listed. And this person, you all know, um, has, has just literally embraced the brand and watching them soar and their production literally go through the roof because they're in an environment that inspires them, that fits them is the coolest thing. Isn't that like yeah. exactly yeah. what we're trying to do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. our, out of our top five agents, three of them came from 100% companies, oh, and it was originally yeah. hard for them Flat to fees. make that decision. Yeah, but they've all more than doubled their volume since the one and a half years they've been with me. Well, yeah, they, they've gone from being eight to ten million dollar year producers to over twenty million dollar year producers. But that's that's who is attracted to the brand: people who have an open mind and are willing to change. You have agents who will never change from that business model. And no matter how you try to explain to them, listen, you're not getting 100%. You're getting 100%, but then you're spending 10% marketing. You're spending 20% of your salary with assistance and admin staff. You're spending another 10%. I'm like, at the end of the day, you're keeping maybe 50, 60%. You're not at 100%, no matter how you slice it. And they refuse to see that because they get a check and there's a few fees okay. deducted. And, and then and then think about this, right? So every every market sh uh, center that we're in, Seattle, Las Vegas, Dallas. Think about somebody who's doing eight to $10 million a year in volume. And think about somebody who walks into a listing appointment that works at flat fee, flat fee brokerage 
versus Czar or Jen or Damon at the agency, who's going to get that listing? We always win. We will get it every time because nobody wants a sign in their yard that says ABC Brokerage. Yep. They want agency. They want the name brands that people actually know deal with stuff that's actually a luxury a luxury Absolutely. level. So cheap that's is the cheap other thing. for a reason. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think a lot of agents... And I, you know, we started with Keller Williams 18 years ago. I mean, just just the kind of thing we're like, okay, I've just got my license. I need to figure this out and I'm going to go to Keller Williams. The thing that we learned real quick, though, is there's boutique brokerage, luxury brokerages in Dallas and our market center, just like y'all's, that will get those big listings because they are working for a brand that has been justified, has been put out there extremely well. People kind of know that the signs in the yards. You will you will have a problem going into those listing appointments, even if you're the best salesperson in the world, because you're working for whatever this brokerage is versus whatever this brokerage is. And those kind of those kind of situations cannot be solved without being branded and marketing better. And it's just that's just a fact of the market and that's just a fact of sales. So it was always tough until we figured, okay, we have to make the change, even though we we pay in this amount and at this point we cap and it's all free after that. But yeah. my my business literally went from 20 million a year to 40 million a year. So you don't care about that anymore. Absolutely. You're like, I'm selling so much more real estate now, those little splits don't matter anymore. And that's what I think is hard for a lot of the agents that do have like that, they're doing a decent amount. They're like, oh my God, what if they took 10% of to give up. whatever yeah. it is or 15% of whatever I'm making? But the, what they don't realize is they're going to get exponentially amount more business with literally just better branding and working for a better broker. I think we would all love to do what we do for free. But there is a cost to doing business, right? There's especially in real estate. You know, <laughs> I know in Seattle, my team, my office manager, my marketing account manager, they're the best, right? And we pay for that. There's a cost for that. There's a cost for a great location, all these things that make us better. And I say there's a lot of great companies out there for the for the individual person, right? My my company may not be right for them. Um I think the agency is a company about a growth mindset. If you want to grow your business, this is where you come. You have every tool, every resource, the best network, the best team to do it. But if you're not of that mindset, you know, that other brokerage is probably right for you, right? This is a very energetic company. Yeah, right. You know, you want to be inspired? Come here. I don't remember who said like this earlier, say, um, but someone said on the panel, they were like, this is obviously your biggest investment you're selling. You wouldn't go pick the cheapest brain surgeon yeah. to perform your brain surgery. Yeah. So why would you pick the cheapest brokerage? Makes sense. Like it well, does. It is. It is actually dealing with hundreds and hundreds, if not millions of, of dollars that's in the hands of your agent that you're working with. I mean, it's a lot of money. And if that trans, like uh, what was that? Uh, it wasn't you last night, but I was talking to um, somebody at the table and they said that they read an article that said 90% of the deals that fall through is because the two agents couldn't yeah. get along. Mm -hmm. Ego. Yeah. It's an Total ego thing. Ego. And, and you think about that for a second, you're like, that's true. Like if you can't come to terms on repairs or if you can't come to terms on whatever the you issue is that you're dealing sometimes. with, you mm -hmm. have to be, a a like a in between like really for your your seller you're representing them they're representing buyer whatever but between the two agents they also have to have the meeting of the minds yeah and that's and where I, we shine right i mean that's where we shine because we're there to make the deal happen it's not about you and that's where so many top producers make it always about themselves but it's not about you it's about what your client there's needs. there's there's an agent that i've worked with in the past mega producer that 
so hard to work with. It's almost like I cringe when I see the mm -hmm. listing with that person because I'm like, Ugh. every market has one. Of yes. Those. And, and, and I just know it's going to be like one of those deals where I'm just like, <laughs> I've got to have person. these, these aggressive conversations every time something comes up with somebody. So I'm always like, you know, that made, that hit me pretty strong with that statistic because I'm like, if, so, if somebody's going to have a problem dealing with people, it's, it's not going to happen with the, the sellers or the buyers that are, that are trying to do this. So I feel sorry for that situation. Like it could easily be like the agents screwed the deal up. And when you have a professional working on both sides, it's also like a really good personality and easy to work with. And let's make this deal work. And we're doing this together and let's make it happen. It's a completely different situation than the kind that you're like, I don't even want to make a call to this man or woman. Yeah. <laughs> that happens so often. It's actually pathetic. But when you're working for a seller, let's say, and they've got a multi-million dollar property and they're entrusting you to be their representative, is a great it's word. their money. Right. It's their decisions. We're just here to facilitate the transaction and, and to represent them to the best of our ability. Then you get somebody on the other side of the table who's, you know, making it about them, right. their ego or acting like it's their decision, exactly. whatever, whatever's happening. That's exactly what I'm talking Let's about. Let's say that deal doesn't go together. Three months later, you're in a declining market. How much have you cost that person? Right. It's, we have got to like kind yeah. of hold each other accountable and call each other out about Well, it's not like ego. you're just selling someone a pair of shoes or a car. Like this is a home. This is where they're, they're raising their kids. This is where they're growing their family, where they, this could be their last home. Mm -hmm. So it's, there it's is an emotional a level. Decision. Yeah. It's a very yeah. emotional decision. It's a financial decision. It's a an lifestyle emotional decision. decision. And it's sad that two people that are never going to live in that home yeah. can ruin that. We need to. We should. We should have a whole conversation. We should start calling people out. About, Let's start like, naming calling them. them, calling them out, raising the bar in real estate, making it way it. harder to get no, your I license. That's part of my the conversation. The conversations that we've had so far, I have not checked off one box of what our awesome. topics are. <laughs> Love it. Typical. No. Typical realtors. I know. Let's it's, talk it's, about real estate. It's, yeah. Okay. I want to get into the spicy stuff. What is? The craziest thing you've done. He loves this to make a deal He's happen. He's always doing this to people. Oh my yeah. god, it's good <laughs> stuff. That's what the people want to know. Okay, not craziest thing I've done to get a deal closed, but one time um, we had a listing, and it was in the San Juan Islands, and nobody was coming to look at it. It had been on the market for quite some time. It was after the market crashed, and people were back to buying in the city, but they weren't going out right especially to the islands. And somebody called, I think at the time we had um, one property listed on Orcas Island and one on San Juan Island. And that one on San Juan was um, listed Steve Miller, you know, fly like an eagle. It was his house. So this oh, reporter yeah. calls from Fun the fact, that was my first concert I ever went to. Continue. No way. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this, I'll speed up. Fun Wall fact, Street no Journal <laughs> reporter calls and I answer, Hey, we want to do an article on Steve Miller's property. I go, no, you don't. What are you going to say? Fly like an eagle. It's been, it's been out there for so long. What you need to do is you need to do a feature on the San Juan Islands of what makes them so magical and how the new healthcare center has really brought people in to, who wouldn't have bought here before. And anyways, I feed her all this information, send her all these links. And again, this market was dead. Nobody was coming out to the islands. 
I'm in a listing with my stager and my phone starts blowing up and everybody's like, what did you do? Turn on the TV. And here's a headline all over the Seattle news, Wall Street Journal, the San Juan Islands, the hottest market in the U.S. Oh, oh. That attracted Oprah Winfrey, got her attention. I remember that. She bought that home. Wait, bought you sold more. a house to Oprah? Yes, but I what? actually, and I just sold it for her too. So I just brought her a buyer to buy Look it. Look at you. So Look at you. That's where. That opens a whole new can of questions. Yeah. So the lesson of the story is sometimes you have to be the master of your own PR. True. Right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. stuck on the fact that you sold a home and for Oprah. <laughs> well, you should be talking to this guy because well, he's, he's, he's hit some celebs. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, my life mm-hmm. changed because of one celebrity client. Tell me who it was. Who? into a million other celebrity clients now. Who was it? The most famous man in the world. Bill Gates. <gasps> Elon Musk. Michael Jackson. Oh, <gasps> you sold Michael oh. Jackson's house. Four times. What? Four times. We're not talking yeah. about Never Never Land, right? Or what was it called? Uh, never <laughs> I think there's just one Never. never. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 uh, when I was the manager of a large, old luxury brokerage, uh, we got an email in our general inbox saying, hey, I live in a castle. Um, I want to get information about this house. I mean, it sounded like the spammiest Nigerian prince email. <laughs> like, who says, hey, I live in a castle? Like, like and, I'm in. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You know, I sent it to our top five agents at the company. And everybody was like, are you stupid? I'm not responding to this. Yeah. And I was like, somebody, please respond. Nobody responded. So I was like, well, somebody's got to respond. So I respond. And I get a reply. And it started an 11-month back and forth pen pal relationship that hardly had anything to do with real estate. Like literally it was like, what'd you do tonight? I was like, uh, I worked late. So I went home and watched housewives and ate a Kit Kat bar. And he was like, I love Kit Kat. Never asked, who are you? What are you doing? And eventually this person says, I'll take the house. And I go, Oh, well it's still available. And, and you know, what do I need to do to buy it? And I said, well, you need to wire $500,000 to escrow and a million dollars showed up. And everybody was like, you're an idiot. All the like 60 plus year old agents who worked at the company were like, you're stupid. You know they're gonna ask you for money and your check is gonna bounce. I was like, well, joke's on them, bitch. I don't have that much money in my account, so good. Um, And the check cleared. And then I get a phone call saying, hey, um, we're coming into town to look at the house we're buying. Um, We would like for you to come meet us at uh, at the airport and the client would like to meet you and would you mind picking us up? And I go, no problem. What's the flight number? And they're like, um, here's the tail number. And I'm private. I have no idea what a tail number is. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, great. Um, can you tell me again the flight number? And they're like, we already gave you the tail number. Please pay attention. I was like, okay, great. Write down a bunch more notes, the day, the time, everything. They're like, yeah, so we're going to have a couple black SUVs pick us up the luggage, blah, 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 but he wants to ride in the car with you. We'll follow you to the house. And I'm like, amazing. What's the flight number again? And they're like, okay, we don't have time for jokes. You do know who the client is. And I go, "Uh, uh, of course, no idea. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, of course. And they're like, okay, great, because I'm an idiot. I'm 20-something years old. I haven't, like, looked up where the money came from or anything. 
And they're like, well, great. He's very excited to meet you. Please be ready. And I go, okay, so one more. She's like, Zara, you do realize your client who bought the house is Michael Jackson. And I go, uh, yeah, of course. I, I've known that for many, many months now. Yeah. And they're like, okay, great. So as soon as I hang up the phone, I Google uh, tail number. And I'm like, oh, so you're no just wonder they wouldn't with Michael Jackson via email for 11 months. 11 what? months. That's how long going everything. on? And for two years, we never talked about who he was. But when you're Michael Jackson, you don't get mail at home. So when we hit it off, he said, hey, do you mind if I use your address to get my mail? Because, you know, you don't want the UPS driver going like, oh, for Michael. And then tells everybody where the address is. So his mail came to me. So every day, every other day, I would go to the house, drop off his mail, and we became friends. So I threw his kids' birthday parties. I spent Christmas with him and the family. Damon, why didn't we start we with this? What became, in the world? You know what? Yeah. I'm like thinking market conditions versus Michael Jackson. Yeah. Which one should we go for? <laughs> no, so Michael what? and I became like best of friends. And a couple years into our friendship, he was like, you're poor. And I was like, uh, no. Everyone's poor compared <laughs> to you, Michael. I make six figures. Yep. And he was like, oh, you're poor. And I was like, I'm 24 years old. I make six figures. And he's like, can I help you? And I was like, uh, yes, please. I'm not taking a check from you. I was like, I do very well, Michael. I have a G-Wagon and I make six figures. And he's like, yeah, you're kind of poor. I was like, okay, well, thanks, you bitch. Uh, and he's like, can I do anything to help? I was like, no. I mean, the only thing maybe you can do is refer me clients. So what? one day he's like, hey, I have, uh, I have this girl who's coming to town to work. Um, and she needs help finding a house. And I'm thinking, oh, it's a nanny. It's a new housekeeper. And and I get a call the next day. And it's like, hey, I'm coming to town. Um, it's Brittany. And I was like, oh, no, Brittany? you're kidding me. What? <laughs> what? So, Damon, what the fuck? What? Did you know what that? You saying? Like, I'm that's his to know friend who he refers to me. That's his friend. Then I sell a house to Brittany because that's Michael's referrals. I am sweating. A this few is months a later. <laughs> He's like, hey, I have another friend who's coming to town. Would you mind helping her? I go, no, not at all. Uh, I get a phone call. Hi, darling. It's Mariah looking for a home in Vegas. I have a residency starting soon. So little by little, because of him, I became the agent to the stars. And all these A-listers became clients. And eventually, all the casinos were like, we have a new CEO. His wife is a freaking nightmare. If you can help these people, you can help them. Or we're hiring a new headliner. If you can handle, because the presumption is Michael is high maintenance, Mariah is high maintenance. So they're like, if <laughs> yeah, you can handle this brand of crazy and this brand of crazy, this new CEO and his wife are nothing. If you can handle them bringing in a new headliner to the Coliseum, that's nothing compared to Mariah and Michael. So you take it. And I just became the go-to person for celebrities. Holy shit. My life. So between the what? two of you, y'all have worked You're with welcome, some of the babe. most prestigious <laughs> clients on the planet. Congratulations. Uh, well, <laughs> I say it. Only I am open shock. doors for a living and sell a little dirt sometimes. But yeah. that's the reality of it. I Wait, just open doors. What was Michael's email? Was it like a Gmail? It was an AOL. Thank oh. you. Oh, my yeah, gosh. AOL. AOL. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's still people using that. I literally got one not too long ago that was like at AOL. I'm like, what? I still have my AOL email from when I started selling real estate. And I have one of my assistants check it about once a week because I do have some 80-plus-year-old clients 
who once in a blue moon will send me an email there and I'm like, thank God I've never removed it. Yeah. And I remember I have it because once a month it shows up on my credit card bill because I'm that idiot that still pays for it. It's like $2.99 a month email. or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a free version. I just don't know why I have the paid premium like, membership. Let but I do. Ride. I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Because Michael sent his mail there. That's why. And it's oh. somewhere in there safe. But yeah, it's uh, real estate czar at AOL.com. <laughs> I love it. That was my savvy 18 year old marketing brain. So you I really just it. took a chance responding to this person for 11 months and it turned out to be oh, yeah. Mike. And I was wow. 99% convinced it was. Sorry, yeah. Saudi Arabian didn't, didn't prince. other people at that time pass up on the lead because they thought it was Everybody just bullshit? At, at Five my people said. Yeah. On it, yeah. And they all made fun of me. And even when they're like, okay, we're sending a wire, they're like, sure, please. They're yeah. like, that wire is going to bounce back so fast or they're yeah. going to ask you for gift cards. And I was like, good luck. Those I'm poor broke. Nigerian princes, <laughs> yeah. man. Nobody just really gives them the time of day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got be like, I'm broke. Michael said so. Damn yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. So what was the reaction when your colleagues that passed up on all this found out who you sold the house to? I didn't tell them for like two years. I kept my mouth <laughs> yeah, shut you're, about you're, Michael you're like, for no, two that, years, that which is what worked out. <laughs> made us bond. I mean, that was wow. the bond. I kept the secret for two years. And until he thought I was poor, like living in a cardboard box, and he's like, let me help you. That's when he was like, well, you can leverage my name and let me send you referrals. And I was like, oh, okay. That's super nice of him, actually. Yeah. I am in awe. Yeah. Well, that that is a great way to end this segment because we are out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for attending, you guys. It's been amazing. Um, definitely keep in touch. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. Thank you for sitting here with us. And that is it. Damon, where no, can people follow it's you over. on social media? <laughs> where can they follow you? We've got uh, the agency.dallas for Instagram, and we have the agency.dallastx.com. Yep. Don't we have a big party to get to? Yeah, we, we do. do. Have a party. Yep. Off, Where can everyone follow you guys on social? The, <laughs> uh, the Jen Cameron. Mm -hmm. So original. The Jen Cameron. I love it. I'm easy. The Zar Z A R, <laughs> and my last name Z A N G A N E H. Zar Zagane. Or you can find him on AOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or AOL. All right, guys, thank you.